This is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, uh, Friday, July 22nd. I survived today in the heat. I hope you have. I had to take a little power nap. You could have found me on the side of the road somewhere, um, totally burning gas with the AC on because I thought I was going down Lincoln, Nebraska. It's just the way it is. It's hot out there. Um, I'm your host, Jack Riggins. Johnny Cadillac is on the board. Steve's backing him up in case Johnny goes down. <laughs> You're not going to go down on me, are you, Johnny? No, I better not. <laughs> okay, yeah. Whoops, whoops. That Okay, radio, moving on. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe a good time <laughs> to get on with the show. Uh, we've got uh, Natalie Weeson here, who... Uh, who I have developed a good relationship with. We joke back and forth about a lot of things, but we also talk about a lot of serious things. <laughs> and uh, just another great intro. And we also have uh, Hannah Robleski from the Lancaster County Democratic Party. I worked on that at least 50 times to try to get it right. And I'll probably screw it up again, Hannah, but I hope not. You well, wouldn't you did great. First. Yeah, welcome back to Drive Time Lincoln. Both of you, and I think first time together, though, in studio. I think so. Because you came in on election night, and then we were going to do, Hannah, we were going to do special election night, and then I don't know what happened there. We didn't get it done. Husker softball? (laughs) No, it might have been. It might have been. Or... um, or it might, who knows? Maybe the GOP we was uh, elements of the GOP were planning to do something different at the GOP, and they're busy. I don't know. Um, but no, appreciate it. I, I wanted to, if you've been listening to the show, uh, we first talked about. About two weeks ago, I think, Natalie, uh, you and your group put out the press release. I think it's been about two weeks. Has it been that long already? I mean, we might be getting yeah. just to the two-week mark, yeah. right, yeah. next yeah. Monday or so. I think Tuesday. it was a week ago Thursday, I okay. think is what it was. Yeah. And so we said, hey, we're going to get a hold of Natalie. We're going to try to bring her in. And then we had uh, crazy NEGOP week um, <laughs> or last two weeks, whatever. Um, Mike Flood went and got sworn in by Nancy Pelosi. He's already made a couple of votes. And then I said, well, I always enjoy having Hannah on. And Natalie was like, hey, Hannah will come on too. And I was like, perfect Friday show because we can talk uh, what Natalie's group um, in their press release talking about um, the vote for the fairness ordinance or the group that is trying to get that to be voted on. And then we thought we'd talk about um, Democratic goings-ons, kind of uh, candidates, and whether you want to talk, Hannah, local or statewide, happy to do that. And then I definitely, on the back end of the show, want to get your perspective, as the opposition party, on what you think has been going on with the NEGOP. Because, to be honest, even though I'm kind, you know, I was a delegate, I was there, I haven't really heard anybody, other than on social media, do any coverage where they talk to the opposition and go, well, what do you think and how do you think that's going to affect things? Does that sound fair? That sounds great. Anything? Oh, we, we probably should mention, though, a little bit about January 6th because last night when we were coordinating the show, you guys were watching it and you did uh, you did get me to watch it, like I said, for about an hour, which I was like, what? What's going on? And you're like, the hearing, Jack. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I did watch it. No, and then that's fair news. So, Natalie, let's start with you. Sure. Okay, uh, here's what I know. Fairness ordinance passes, then, you know, the city goes out, gets their 18,000 votes, takes a long time. 
Um, but then the city council decides to not only rescind the current, but the one previous. Mm-hmm. And then you and I had talked a lot uh, between those months. Mm-hmm. And at that point, kind of thought, okay, the city leaders have done the right thing to you know essentially shelve this and restart and a lot of people kind of hey let's get stakeholders together and figure it out but then i don't know exactly when all of a sudden i started to see a group i think it's let lincoln vote um and trying to get them on the show um said no we want to actually put this to a vote in november and and me personally conservative i was like no, 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 like we just backed off the ledge here and and we need to work this. Um, and so I was caught off guard by that. Were you? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think a lot of people in Lincoln were not ready for that to happen. Didn't see that coming at all. So driven maybe just by passion. I mean, I know you're not part of it. You're yeah. in opposition to putting yeah. it to a vote in November. Yeah. Let's clarify that. Yeah. Right? Well, uh, let Lincoln vote is a is a group of of people who are. um who have been Lincolnites for a very long time. They've been waiting for these protections that were being discussed with mm-hmm. the Title 11 revisions for a very long time. Their motivations for wanting us to get this accomplished for Lincoln, I think, are, are good and pure. Um, myself and Hannah, we represent a group of uh, entirely LGBT2QIA plus identified Lincolnites who have extensive experience in uh, politics and in election cycles. And it's our opinion that doing this this year is not a very good idea, uh, that the political climate isn't very conducive to having a ballot fight on this issue right now. Um, and we decided to uh, put together a letter asking Lincolnites to not sign that petition. Um, the reasons for that are, are long, they're lengthy, you know. Um, our opposition uh, to these things, people like the NFA, like the NCC, uh, when when your favorite have, groups my now, favorite they, groups yeah <laughs> my best friends over is. there yeah and <laughs> they, they when when ballot fights like this happen those groups choose to use really incendiary and and hurtful language against transgender people to try and whip up their base and generate votes their uh language and and messaging is extremely effective especially for people who don't really understand the issue and don't have trans people in their lives. And it takes a lot of effort and a lot of time uh, to to counter that messaging mm-hmm. and give our side a reasonable chance at a win in a ballot fight on this when people when the public is getting to vote on on the rights of citizens. Now, let um, me clarify, let me clarify, because I try to be even though everybody knows and you guys know that, you know, I'm a conservative and a lot of times I come off as hard conservative, but your characterization of because oh, the anti fight I'll call it you Natalie you understand the strategies they're using however the the language and the strategy that rec- that they use that garners the emotion to fight it you get frustrated with in the community of LGBTQIA plus hey nice yeah it's a long one <laughs> it just <laughs> it keeps is, going just keeps like we need it. It. we're gonna have yeah. to neck it down one day one day one day <laughs> one day just maybe but I mean we'll I want to say that in fairness to them because. I guess what saddens me sometimes, and the more I'm getting involved in understanding even local politics, is the games that have to be played that are then really affecting all of us in our daily lives, no matter what your beliefs, right? And so I'm a little bit um, right now 
I'm just kind of sick of the political games. Yeah. I, I just, I, like, but I understand why they have to be done to a degree. That doesn't mean I agree with them. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I, had, I had a good friend once explain it kind of, you know, we're, we were born on a chessboard and we don't really get a decision on whether or not to play chess, you know, and I, which I thought was a pretty good visual of, of sort of, I mean, I agree with yeah, you. The political I mean, game. That's is, a good visual. I mean, I'm not going to say that's not. I mean, uh, although I defend America and being born here is a is a is a really nice thing compared to other places. It's not the sole like oh great thing. There's other great places to be born, but nonetheless, there is a structure. There is a um, w- whether we want to say economic caste system, racial caste. There are things that you are born into well beyond your control. Right. And so that that quote about the chessboard is that's fairly accurate. Yeah. You know, what I mean, it's I always say it's our job to try to push back and, and be the chess piece we want to be. Yeah. Right. That, that's good. you know what I be mean? The chess piece we want to be. Well, Hannah, I did not. Excuse me, folks. Uh, didn't do my research good enough. I didn't realize because there were a lot of people that had signed your press release in your document. And I just mm-hmm. I just I guess I didn't catch your name because <sighs> were you on there? Yes. Okay, well, I feel yeah. really bad, but at least I admitted it. <laughs> because to me, you're just a Democratic chair in Lancaster County, my sworn enemy. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah, uh, I didn't sign it, you know, as the Lancaster County Democrat. Right, of course. Like, of the course. 21 of us who signed yes. it are all yeah. queer-identifying political yeah. operatives here in yeah. Lincoln. Well, and I think that's, hopefully, that's clear to people. I mean, in one yeah. hat, you're doing this, and mm-hmm. this is your right as an yeah. individual citizen, and yeah. so I appreciate you clarifying that. Yeah. Um, the other thing, and I don't know if people know, but I believe it's Governor Ricketts or his apparatus, his family, has really thrown a lot of money into NFA and yeah. groups mm-hmm. like that, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I mean, you know, it's no secret that they own the Cubs, you know, <laughs> like they got a lot of money. They tried to they tried to buy Chelsea, Liverpool, you know, the football club. Yeah, over right. In, yeah. Right. Like they got a lot of money. The football club with the round ball. Right. With the, the English football. <laughs> right. The soccer. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's no secret that they've got very deep pockets. It's certainly an open secret that they dump a lot of money into right. conservative issues in this state. And yes, that is one of our concerns that, you know, the Ricketts family is here in the state of Nebraska. They've got money to burn uh, and they're willing to, to burn it on things right. that they care about. And right. this is one of them. So why? What do you know of or clearly you're looking at uh, opposition to taking this to a vote in November Kind of from the political strategy, the funding, uh, from reading your yeah. press release, yeah. and just now is mm-hmm. not the right time. As well as I think, at least when I've talked to you guys, you have a pretty good pulse on the city, and th- you know the maybe the things that go on at city council and just other operatives, even on the conservative side or maybe independent side. Why do you think they have come to the conclusion to you know essentially try to go all in? And then, you know, the fact that you needed to put out a press release and say, hey, guys, let's not do this right now. Let me are you asking why do you think let Lincoln vote is trying to go all in or why do you think our opposition is ready to go all in? Well, let's start with why your opposition to them wanting to vote. Why we're going all in. What are you asking here, Jack? (laughs) (laughs) Where does the motive? Okay, what I'm asking is, is 
where is the motivation given everything we went through, mm-hmm. you know, how you and I met and the arguments that went on between NFA mm-hmm. and groups that supported the fairness ordinance to then the city council members, um, you know, feeling that it was too divisive of a time, the death of Milo, right? And mm-hmm. this impact on our city. And then, Again, I took the rescind as a let's relook at it a different way. I didn't take rescind for all of those in the conservative audience, and I know some of you are going to write me hate mail, um, as, oh, it's over, like we've won. No, that's not the point. The point is there's a lot of issues on both sides. It needs to be reworked. It needs, in my opinion, to be looked at one at a time, get all the stakeholders, and figure it out. Okay, And I've said I'm willing to do that. So my point is, I felt it was de-escalated to an appropriate point for the city. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, wh- why the sentiment? Why do you think the sentiment? Just because people have been trying for so long? Yeah, I think that is what it is. Um, I, when um, back in February, when uh-huh. this was introduced in the city council, there was a group that I that I was included in that was opposed from the very beginning. We worked very hard yeah. to secure that rescind vote to get that 4-3 decision. Um, and while my group was was there and being vocal, there was another group that was saying, it is time to do this. you know. And, and they, I think, feel a little bit betrayed uh, that that mine and Hannah's and, and our, our 19 other signees you know, our side of the argument sort of won out. And but, but also the elected officials. It's just not you guys as no, private citizens. I mean, the elected officials thought this was the best thing to do right now, a too. A few of them did. Yeah. A, a handful of well, them did. Well, enough to get the vote. Enough to get the vote in the first <laughs> yeah. place. Yeah. Um, you know, it was... It it took a lot of it took a lot of logical argument and a lot of looking at numbers and a lot of very hard fact conversations with city leaders to get that to get that accomplished. And I think that let Lincoln vote is just really frustrated. Mm. I and I think I think that I understand their frustration. Again, they've been working on this for decades in Lincoln. Okay, they they are the group of people that tried to get this done in 2012. And I think that they're just really fed up that it's 2022 and we haven't gotten this accomplished yet. Okay. And it's really hard to fault them for thinking that. So I would I would concur with that. You know, if I was really fighting for it, passionate about it, and you're going on a decade and you haven't seen movement, um, fair. Where do you think it will end up? I mean, do you think? I mean, it, clearly they can keep going. I didn't see exactly how many signatures, but do we think it might end up on the ballot? It's possible. Okay. It it is possible. It's within the realm of possibility. I think that they've got until August first to gather their signatures yeah. if they want to get it onto the November ballot. So we should know in a or a couple of weeks if they got there or not. Um Wow. That would change that would change a lot of at least local Lincoln Lancaster County discussions would, leading to the general. It would change a lot of discussions um, in, in a lot of races in this district. Wow. Um that's interesting. So again, the thought is, well, here's the deal, though. What I haven't seen, I guess, their petition is it is it as stringent as like the state petitions where the language has to be just right? Because the fairness ordinances have been rescinded. So what are we voting on? Meaning, if we were to go vote, the are we voting on what was there? 
yeah, I think you see that that's. What I'm, yeah, I'm not trying to confuse it. Yeah, I think that that is their intent. Okay. Uh, I will. I will say that I don't have. I my opinion is that their petition language is not very clear. Okay. And might be court challenged. Okay. So, it, like. All right, but well, we'll what they're trying, what they're trying to do is is basically just bring back what okay. the city council. Okay, is. we're on with uh, Natalie Weiss and Hannah Robleski. Uh, we'll be back fourteen hundred ninety nine three KLIN. You're getting the four one one from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN. All right, hey Jack Riggins, July twenty second. Johnny Cadillac's producing the show, and guess what? I'm such a bad host. Got excited. My uh, tongue got twisted uh, <laughs> at the beginning of the show. Johnny Cadillac, it is happy birthday, my man. Well, Woo! thank you. <laughs> happy birthday from all of us. Um, I appreciate it. You know, nothing could go smooth on Drive Time Lincoln because my <laughs> brain is going all over the place. But uh, is the day going okay so far? Yeah, it's been pretty busy. But uh, What do you got planned tonight? Going to Weird Al Yankovic in concert that tonight. A man. Yeah. It's Where's it at? Fun. At the Leeds Center. Oh, that's going to be yep. a good venue. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. That'll be cool. Well, he's so. going to do both music, but he'll probably do some comedy, too. Oh, I'm right? sure. But he, uh, tonight, he's focusing on like his lesser-known songs. Okay. So, yeah, it should be interesting. But, but, I mean, all of his songs, as I recall, are always like comedy and making fun Oh, yeah. Of oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So Any, it'll uh, be a good you time. You got a crew going or what? Uh, just my buddy Josh and I. So right. it was a it was his Christmas present to me uh, right. for a concert that happened to fall on my birthday. So well, that's cool. So it'll be a good day. Yeah, I'm excited. I for like it. it. Well, happy birthday! Thank you. You know I love you producing the show, and uh, you keep me straight. And even when I forget the producer's birthday, because <laughs> that's all right. I I I'm even I did a fist pump in the air when earlier when you said here we are July 22nd, and if well, you were wondering, because normally. I, I mean, this is radio, so people can't see how the producer reacts to things. Normally, you say, Johnny Cadillac's producing, and I put my fist in the air then. just I guess I like to hear my name. And I guess we but... should say Ellen <laughs> K. Today also played a nice song for you, too. Yeah. That... Request Line Friday. I, I requested Be Prepared from The Lion King, and then and they played your song. Well, our song. Yeah, our song. We, we put it in as a Drive Time Lincoln request. Yeah, yeah listen, so... how about that, folks? The two guys sitting here running the show. We've got Lion King... And then we've got Danzig. That's that's the genetic makeup of Drive Time Lincoln, whether you like it or not, Lincoln. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with uh, Hannah and Natalie here in just a, a moment. 1,499 3KLA. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, July 22nd, second segment, hot day in Lincoln, Johnny Cadillac's birthday, and Chris Lofgren has a traffic update. Thank you, Commander. I know most everybody just heard me, but we uh, have a new accident, 48th and Adams, North 48th and Adams, University Place area. Do watch for slowdowns in the area. Be careful out there, Lincoln. I say this all the time. We are not the best drivers we could be, and we we need to be... 
more defensive driving, more heads on a swivel, put the iPhones down, and reduce our accidents. I don't know why we're doing this to ourselves. That's a good call. Well, I mean, it, we're, it's you like... You got to do it. Yeah, you got to do Pay it. Pay attention. Pay attention. There you go. Be safe. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks, Chris. You bet. Absolutely. Yeah, that's just an observation from moving back from California, of all places. Like, I left this town in 1998, and I came back, and I was like, did we just become the worst drivers in the history of all drivers in Lincoln, Nebraska? It's just, I see a wreck or two every day. Drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. We're not the most observant. Maybe maybe not. Yeah. All right, Natalie Weiss, Hannah Robleski, Lancaster County, Democratic Chair. Uh, we're talking the fairness harness. We covered it pretty good. Um, um let Lincoln vote. Um, I thought I would have a phone number to you, but I didn't. Um, but I emailed you, and I would love for you to come on the show um, when you can make it work. Next week, the following week, uh, I'll move heaven and earth because I would love for you to come on and talk about the petition, talk about the motivations. Um, if you don't trust me, um, talk to some of the uh, Democratic left-leaning people out there. I'm pretty fair. I'm just going to give you a chance to talk about your motivations for it. That's it. I think the people deserve to understand. Um, just like I'm doing with uh, Natalie and Hannah, you know. We think you're so. a pretty reasonable host, Jack. Well, I appreciate that, even <laughs> though I forget my producer's birthday every now and then. <laughs> well, that's more like, that's rudeness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, or or like messing up the vice president's name uh, off air tremendously. Tremendously. Okay, folks, I'm going to try to yeah. give you the education, and if I miss it up, uh, Natalie will correct us. It is comma law. Yeah, comma I mean, law. Could, yeah, like com- a comma and a law. Yeah, that's comma correct. law. Yeah, that's comma it. law. There, see, I got it. I got it. If now, it, if it oh, makes you ahead, feel Johnny. any better, I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm going to because it amused me. Jack Mitchell, the other Jack of KLIN, had his wife on on I believe it was Monday, and uh, he couldn't pronounce her last name correctly. Oh god, oh, no. his <gasps> wife. Like he struggled on it. Just uh, he got tongue tied on her his own last wife's name. name? Yeah. Jack oh. Mitchell. Jack so, Mitchell. So, yeah, it's not always so bad for you, Commander. Yeah, well, it happens. You're up here yakking away, it happens. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. No, that was good. Now, make no mistake about it, conservative audience and Democrats out there. You know that I'm still going to mess up her name from time to time 100%. Radio. Oh, yeah. Maybe purposely. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. But I have gotten the correct pronunciation. You've got Which yeah. is respectful, and I should be... More respectful, and now I don't have an excuse because Natalie Weiss corrected me. That's right, and I'll be listening. Yeah, you just will. Um, Hannah, let's talk about Democratic races, um, candidates, state, local, what, where you want to go. What are you guys excited about? Um, I'm going to tell you, uh, based on the special election, I think there's some vulnerability in Mike Flood, just given the fact, simple analysis by Jack, there was a vote count, and Democrats go, oh, there's kind of the gap we got to close. Yeah, that's how I look at it. But yeah, give me excited races you're looking forward to, some of the things you guys are trying to get done and leading up to the general. Yeah, I mean, you said it. I think there's definitely room for Patty Pansing Brooks to close that gap. Um, And now that Mike Flood is in D.C. making votes on things there, you know, there's room for Patty to help close that gap by educating people on what Mike Flood stands for and what she stands for. Um, you know, we were talking about the GOP convention and mm-hmm. one of my one of my favorite tweets that I saw from it was about Mike Flood mentioning that he he was terrified when he saw the early returns in Lancaster County and I think he should be cuz that's only going to 
we're going to keep working here. Yeah, that went out on the newswire at some point in time in an interview (laughs) that uh, the early returns, and it was like, uh oh. Mm -hmm. Uh, But let's, I mean, I'm not a giant political strategist, but I'm getting more and more educated. But let's be honest, Lancaster County is very important to both Mm -hmm. the Democrats and the Republicans in that first district vote. You know, would you yeah. agree? Oh, definitely. Yeah. And uh, I think the gap was 7,000 votes, maybe, yeah. um, in the special election, roughly. I know in my head, I thought um, I thought to myself immediately after the election, I went, okay, the Democrats right now are working hard to find 12,000 votes. Because you got you to figure, because I think he won by nine, nine, ten. So it's like you got to, you know, if I'm strategizing, you plan for overage. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, but now I want to be clear, because my audience, again... Get the pitchforks out. <laughs> I want Mike Flood to win. Okay, I'm just giving an analysis of, hey, the, the you know, you have one vote, and four months later you have another vote. You, you got some numbers that you've seen, you know, and he is there making votes, and we all know how that goes. Now he's uh, come across in the first couple votes is, is very right, you know, mm-hmm. and so you begin to um, see the differences literally in the candidates just besides campaign trail stuff. You know, yeah, I mean, that's my take. Um, well, I have to ask you because this is another one, at least it's near and dear to my heart, is Adam Warfeld and Pat Condon. I think that's a big race here in Lincoln and Lancaster County that people are paying attention to. Oh, absolutely. I think Adam Warfeld has a, it's a pretty good shot at being our. We you know. really like Adam's chances. Oh, I, I know you do. Yeah. I will say that. that's even some senior uh, Republicans, uh, very experienced people. Um, I'm not going to joke. Folks, on both sides, that's an important race, and Adam is a very uh, well-articulated, well-read, um, good politician. I, that's a fact. That's a fact. I mean, senior Republican operatives have been like very formidable opponent for any Republican. So that's probably going to be a pretty interesting race. You know. Well, we hope not too interesting that one, <laughs> uh, but. I think but he, it may be. I think he's the one I would like to have on the show the most, um, or or Patty Pansy Brooks. I mean, but because I try to focus on Lincoln most of the time, I'm very curious. And again, Adam, if you're listening, I, I'll let you tell your platform. That's all. I'm not. There's no shots or anything like that. I just want to know. He might be listening. Hi, yeah, Adam. he might be. Hi, Adam. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I I do. I want him to tell the differences in the way he sees things and and his credentials and stuff like that to the people and uh, that's it and you know in out in out all good you know what i mean like i always <laughs> say i got plenty of time to uh, yak about things i might disagree with you about but i won't do it you know um while you're here as a person campaigning for the position i will let you use the platform to talk to the people of lincoln cuz that's important darn right yeah, so you're big. You're big on that one. You guys want that one. You want Adam to get elected. Yeah, yeah. We're, All right. Yeah, so we're excited about Republicans, that. Republicans. That's where the money's going. Pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Adam's campaign no. war chest is huge. Um, okay, so now let's talk go- the governor's race. I mean, a lot of people. What eleven thousand people transferred over to Republican, and and I understand that some some would say, well, because I want to choose the next governor but how do you see that race you know and and as it gears up i mean it's a formidable machine on the republican side it is <laughs> uh, 
But I think, you know, the more Carol Blood and Al Davis get out there and travel, they've been traveling the state, mm-hmm. walking in every parade and yeah. being at all the county fairs, just the more they go out and meet people, I think people will see that they are just like every other Nebraskan and they want to represent all Nebraskans, not sure. just Democrats or yeah. Republicans. They truly care about just representing everyone and i think that was that was a good line and you know i haven't heard that for all you politicians out there i I want you to remember this and i believe this in my heart i think this comes from my service you when elected are going to represent all Mm -hmm. all and i think that's something we've gotten away from and uh kudos to you hannah for throwing that line in there because that isn't said often, but it should be, because that is what candidates should aspire to. Obviously, it will be your base that probably gets you elected. Maybe you steal some votes. But in the end of the day, when you get in the seat, your job is to represent all Nebraskans. Question, maybe not fair, because I know you're in Lancaster County, Lincoln, um, like I am. But do you ever sense, I'll just say it right now, in the Republican Party, there's a rural-urban divide. And it's been getting wider. Um, mm-hmm. Do you guys sense that in the Democratic Party or as you're trying to work through the issues internally? You know what I mean? In, in the representation across the state? I mean, constantly you're always trying to bring it together. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, how is that dynamic in the Democratic Party across the state? Or, you know, in Lincoln you're going to ma- mainly focus here, but you're going to have other chairs that you talk to and stuff like that. Yeah, and there are rural parts of Lancaster County, mm-hmm. so we are That's working true. to reach out to those as yeah. well. Um, I actually have a lot of family in rural Nebraska, and I I don't think it's just a Republican or a Democrat no. thing. It's like rural and urban. There, There is a divide yeah, in Nebraska. It's, it's societal, like, yeah. I think, in places that have ag and mm-hmm. ranching and and then, you know, decently big city centers with Omaha. And you, know, you have to put Lincoln in there, you know, for this state. Yeah. And uh, I think um, I think the best way to bridge that divide is to just focus on the issues, not necessarily just Democrats and Republicans, but focus, focusing on what the candidates can do for all Nebraskans. Right. Right. That seems to... Oh, I like it. You need to run for office. <laughs> At least you're saying the right things. Oh, would you vote for me, Jack? <clears throat> um... You know, if you run for office, that's why I have candidates in here, because then I get a little insight into who they really are. And we look, I would not say, I mean, given this time in American history, I there are going to be times that, yes, I'm just going to toe the party line and vote. But I have said this before. So, you know, radio personality, you know, I can't hide in public. But there are presidents, for instance, I very much respect JFK. Democratic president, right? So there are times that there might be, right, people that represent enough values, and I think that just because they're aligned with the party doesn't mean that's the way they're going to govern, right? So mm-hmm. I'm not a Republican that would ever rule things like that out, right? That's limiting your options. Am I all in on Republicans? I absolutely am. But let, let's just say, let's just say we had a Republican that was just a known crook, and everybody was secret about it. But they're they're gonna vote, you know. They're gonna vote them in, um, and then I had an ethical, moral person from a different party. Um, I might I might decide to not vote Republican on that time, or if like the, we'll say JFK, like he might have represented. And I have to think about this, and I'm being serious because I have a friend who I very much respect from SEAL Team, who was a very high ranking officer. I served with him night and day, and um, he is a Democrat. 
And I am actually surprised he hasn't run for president, and he may run for president later. And it would depend on who the Republican is and how, in my opinion, where I might lose him based on our historical relationship would be how far left he was going. But if he was a moderate Democrat, like, because I believe in they have to work together. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I've known Republicans who switch party because they could get elected as a Democrat and vice versa, right? And then once they got there, they represented the people. But, I mean, at the same time, yes, I'm going to be a Republican operative and I'm going to try to win for my side. But, yeah, I mean, let's put it this way, Hannah. You've got a plus in my column right now. Hey. Okay. Good to know. I'll take that. <laughs> Um, That's can, a great non-answer. Can we? Well, hey, you get, a lot, you get a lot of practice at it when you work uh, when you work in counterterrorism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or when you're the communications director. Oh, I am oh, interim, congratu- interim, 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 and trying to balance both. Let's go there right now. Let's do it. Oh, wonderful. Um, any GOP <laughs> shakeup? Just give me your take from, I guess. If you got word as it was happening or after, because I have not talked to anybody on the Democratic side in two weeks about kind of what were the optics we got, across the party and in the inner monologue and chat rooms. We got, I mean, I've seen some of the crazy tweets and yeah. as the communications director, I've seen some of the, the responses. But yeah, tell me about that. We Oops. started getting some buzz that something was probably going to happen I don't know, two or three days before, probably. There's I mean, there was some leaks. chatter. Yeah, there was There's some chatter leaks. happening that something might be going on. And um, we were all watching Twitter that day. You know, who did you follow, Sanderford? To he did it. I thought it was, was that the National, Nebraska Examiner. Yeah, yeah. 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 I thought mm-hmm. he did the best job, um, just kind of minute by minute, hour yeah. by hour. Mm-hmm. I, I will say, I think it was Freedom Coalition's. They had a really funny one going. Oh, I saw that one, too. Yeah, I mean, to me, they Sandiford did the professional journalistic thing, but Freedom's Coalition was also good with facts, but it was like satire, yeah. like Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not, throw spears at me if you want, but it was funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> Freedom Coalition's... Don't care who you are. was funny. It was Saturday Night Live where Sandiford covered it. So I mean, you're watching it and you're seeing it and you're like, oh, wow. I mean, in real time, from yeah. my perspective, it was like a Fourth of July. I mean, it was <laughs> it was fireworks. I was just sitting back and watching the show, you know, like a Fourth of July. That's both like, wow, cool opportunity for Democrats type thing or just like crazy politics. Thing. I mean, mostly in the moment, just crazy politics yeah. stuff. You know, I mean, it was just it, it was a historical moment for the for the Nebraska yeah. Republican Party. It was a huge takeover, what happened. I mean, it was political theater, you know, is, is what it was. Well, uh, as a communications director, I have to remind people, it was a legal vote of, course it of was. the delegates. Yeah. I know you know that. But it is funny because as word spreads, people, and even Republicans have used words, coup, takeover. You know, what it was was a change in leadership voted by the people. But the perception, I mean, in the... That plays in at least if you're sympathetic to the cause, or in my case, sympathetic to keeping the Republican Party marching forward, right? Mm-hmm. But but that's a fair assessment. You know what I mean? That the change in leadership was there. Yeah. And what it was, about yeah, what about chill. blowback after the fact? Like, okay, what just happened? Like, as you guys start to think through it. I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was interesting that you know the Republican Party. You know, they fought back against voter suppression. Like, you know, some of their delegates, mm-hmm. the, 
they decided to let them all vote. And yeah. that's something that, as a Democrat, I support. Like, everyone should be able to vote. Good call. So I hope you also join me in voting no on voter ID. Which I isn't the greatest for turnout. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. I support voter ID, but I will say this, and we'll come back with a couple minutes. But, yes, there was no doubt Republicans were going to stand up and say, no, no, no. Duly mm-hmm. elected people get a vote. And yeah. Th- that happened. Everyone and that, should that be That kind of set the stage for high emotions. 1499 3 KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, finishing up with uh, Natalie Weiss and Hannah Robleski. Um, I don't know, guys. You want to you want to take the show out here? A couple parting thoughts, whether it be the fairness ordinance and and the vote uh, that Let Lincoln Vote wants to do, or the any GOP stuff, or any Democratic races. Sure. Well, you know, I, I do want as far as uh, fairness ordinance. Um, you know, Lincoln, we are going to have this vote. Conservatives listening, liberals listening, Lincoln is going to have this vote. Uh, it is probably coming relatively soon. And when it happens, um, we're, our side is going to be ready for it. And we're going to fight hard for it when it does happen. Um, as far as the Republican stuff, I mean, guys, Republican Nebraskans, you put on a great show, and I hope that there's an encore. <laughs> And happy birthday, Johnny. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) Hannah. She's laughing. Oh, uh, You know where she's going? Why didn't we have candidates in every single race ready to go? I'm not the state party. I know you're not the state party, but I'll bet your side is reevaluating that because you never know when there's going to be kind of fireworks. Yeah, I hope this fires up more democrats to run for office because there's nothing myself and the state party would want want more than to have democrats running in every position sure so hopefully next time if you're upset about rickets or about the republican party please run there you go um well that was a heck of a fun interview happy birthday again johnny we appreciate it. everybody have a good weekend don't melt out there 1499.3 kli